as an entrepreneur working for myself, like I don't have to start at 9am if I don't want to. But I have this like countdown in my head of like the hours left. On Sundays, I'll be sitting there being like, it's the morning. Okay, there's a whole day. Okay, you know, it's noon. Like it's like whatever. In high school, that would be so bad because I would basically be like the weekend's over on Sunday. That's not true, bestie. What, you have one day of the weekend? Like why are you robbing yourself of the other day of the weekend? Mm -hmm. I'll be like, oh, there's only this much longer. There's only like this much whatever left. And you know, whether that's you have a friend visiting for the weekend. I do that on every trip where I'm like, okay, I have more than halfway left. And anytime I have less than halfway left, I get like anxious. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when you kind of are doing that, you're you're robbing yourself of the fun yep. that you are having in that moment. And I think it's much easier said than done to not do that, especially as somebody with anxiety, because I'm constantly living like 500 steps ahead rather than like in the moment. Yeah. But that's definitely something that I struggle with. And I feel like, like you said, getting off your computer, getting off your phone, being like present in that moment is a good start to kind of try to get over that. Welcome to Check Your Aesthetic Podcast, the go-to podcast for self-starting creatives. I'm Katie Campbell, the owner of Katie Creative Co., a social media management agency located in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And I'm Alexis Aldrich, a Vermont-based content creator focused on promoting productivity that fits your unique lifestyle and growing my career in marketing and creative business strategy. On CYA, you will catch authentic conversations around entrepreneurship, social media, self-care, and the creative industry. If you're looking to grow your online following, boost your productivity, and connect with other ambitious female creatives, then you've come to the right place. Let's get into this week's episode. Boo! Oh! (laughs) It wasn't prepared. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! I was thinking earlier today um, how I wanted to start the this episode and I was thinking I was gonna say something about a spooky dookie but I will be honest I have not had a spooky dookie today so I have nothing to say <laughs> you and I frequently do have spooky dookies though for being oh, honest yeah with the audience. yeah I mean <laughs> every single one with, is spooky is yeah spooky. Hot, hot girls with um IBS problems. <laughs> yeah. no literally speaking of hot girl illnesses um, I am only saying this is a hot girl illness because that's what Cora told me when I told her that I had it. Mm-hmm. I have currently, as you guys can probably hear in my voice, I have mono and an ear infection. Yep. She's, um, she's slaying. So yeah. So to make a long freaking story short, I'm literally not slaying. Um, I'm super unwell. Um, we're recording this episode. Unlike what you guys have been getting for a while, we're recording this episode like literally two days before it goes out. Well, that's on so purpose. This is like, that's on purpose though. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But this is like real time. Yes. So yes, we always try to record our solos on real time so you guys can get the up to date life updates that you are literally begging for. Literally. They're just like so. all month waiting for the, the monthly solo. Rue, come here. Stop it with that. I tried to take all her toys away because she makes so much noise. She found one. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so I was diagnosed with I, basically, if you guys have ever had mono, I was so tired that like it was like I had just woken up and I was like, I'm exhausted. Yeah. So that was my like first symptom. And that was really all that I had whenever I went to go get diagnosed. Because I was like, something just doesn't feel right. I think I have mono. The doctor was like, you don't have mono. Mm -hmm. And I was like, will you test me for mono? And she was like, okay. She was like, okay, so you do have mono. And I was like, girl, I Um, But then I started to get way sicker. And I was like, something else is going on here. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, you know, I was like, this isn't just mono. So then I went to the doctor again, and I have an ear infection. We love it. So got some meds on the up and up, but this week has been not a sleigh. Yeah. And this whole thing has 
doo-doo poo-pooed all over my Halloween plans. Yep. So and and I literally texted Katie. I was like, I really truly wish that I could take your mono and sickness because I just like do not. It, you don't love. You I don't love a, a holiday party. No, it's not even holiday. It's Halloween, but it's also yeah. um, respectfully. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing that the people that I'm going the party that I'm going to are not listening. I don't want to go. I'm so sorry, but I just don't want to go. Katie's like freaking out right now. <laughs> Why are you saying that? I don't care. I mean, it has nothing to do with the people. It's really just like, I, I, there, respectfully, there will never be a Halloween party that I want to go to. No. Um, so. Yeah, that, we're very opposite yeah, in that regard. Yeah, we're very opposite. Um, when I was in college, also, okay, actually, yeah, I think I just psychoanalyzed myself. Um. I can't drink. And I think that yeah. that is the biggest yeah. thing with Halloween is like, I can mm-hmm. go to a Christmas party and like half the people aren't drinking. Honestly, for me as somebody who's not a huge drinker at this point in my life, I prefer like on Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff, like I really don't drink. And yeah. so I feel like I kind of feel the same. Well, for me, like I was nervous about this weekend before, whenever I just had mono before my ear infection. Yeah. Because I was supposed to go to Lafayette to go to like a number of parties with my boyfriend, like right. his friend's parties. And I wasn't going to not drink, but like I didn't want to drink totally. with mono. Totally. Now I'm at the point where like I can't. Yeah. You're really not supposed to drink when you have mono because it affects your liver. Totally. But now I'm like literally on steroids and antibiotics. Like I can't even go to these things anymore. Right. Um, But I totally agree. Like Halloween, St. Patrick's Day, all those holidays that you don't like that I like, those are all drinking holidays. Yeah, I never even thought about that. And I literally, like, especially now that I have, like, the official diagnosis, like, I always just hated drinking because, like, it made me feel Mm -hmm. like a literal dumpster. But now that I have, like, the official, this is the first Halloween that I actually have, like, no, you have alcohol intolerance. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I never thought about that. That, like, I'm fine with Valentine's Day. That's not a drinking holiday. I love Christmas. It's just, like, like, there's nothing else to do, really. Like, yeah, literally. You're going somewhere you know everyone's going to be drinking. I I do love, I do love, though, like, I think we said this in a previous episode that I do love, like, uh, like, a spooky, like, cozy halloween night like that mm-hmm. halloween i love but like the that's what we're gonna be doing. getting shit-faced wearing like a devil costume so sorry but that was like alexis five years ago so yeah if y'all are wondering this the the crunchies that are happening behind me i'm probably Rue decided it was time to eat her food i'm probably so. just gonna edit out it's fine <laughs> i think you should leave it so everybody can enjoy <laughs> she's hacking and crunching <laughs> on her food in the background um I just, Alexis literally told me, she sent me a voice memo, and she was like, stop saying, like, sorry, you can hear Rue, because I edit it out, and I'm like, no, I think it's funny. Well, I do, I do edit it, though. So they're like, they're like, all of y'all are like, what are, literally, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Or like, you coughing, you're like, sorry, guys, I I don't know, I literally cut it out. (laughs) Okay, this is just something that, this is, you know, we love to have the deep chats here. Um, I know some of you listening can relate to this. I'm a serial apologizer. Oh, same. I am a serial apologizer. I, I... I think we've talked about this on the podcast, like the female compulsion to just like immediately say sorry. Mm-hmm. And I noticed it at yeah. the grocery store the other day. I like, I fully like accidentally like body slammed this elderly woman <laughs> at the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, and did she apologize? And she apologized. And I, I literally wanted no, to stop her and literally. be like, don't, like I'm apologizing to you. Like don't. Yes. Yeah. That happened to me the other day. I was like somebody... I was in my car and I opened my car door. Like me and this woman opened our car doors at the same time, but mm-hmm. it was like 
I had hit her car. Right. She was like, I'm so, so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I was like, girl. Yeah, no. It's... I literally just slammed your car door with my door. Yeah, right. This is literally not your fault. Yeah. But I, but I do the same thing. Like, I'll apologize if something's not my fault. So that's probably why I apologize so much on this podcast. I'm so sorry, guys. So sorry. So sorry for saying sorry. Yeah. Um. Also, before we get into the meat of this podcast, which I'm excited about today's, this week's meat. meat um, but my spooky update, since Katie's spooky update, I think Katie knows what it is. Your girl is still unemployed. <laughs> We love it. We love it. Um, I did. I You're not for lack of trying. Oh, it's not like you're just sitting on your oh, ass. Oh, I apply to like minimum five jobs a day. And also yeah. I am getting interviews. It's just like I'm trying to, I was talking about it with Austin the other day. Like I'm not trying to get a job that like I'll leave in six months. Like I want to get something exactly. that like will be the stepping stone for my career. So like it makes, yeah, exactly. it's like way, it's like a bigger decision um but yeah and also I did have a mental breakdown about like a week ago (laughs) about this and I was just like crying and saying like (laughs) so I was crying screaming crying throwing up yes and no it wasn't honestly I feel like I I used to cry so much I don't cry like ever anymore which is maybe because my medication me neither Uh, um that's yeah but I was crying to Asano saying like I just feel like I've let everyone down. I feel like I'm, like, a disappointment, which, like, girl, what? Like, I I also think I, it's hard for me to remember that as of today, I graduated two months and three days ago. Like, that mm-hmm. truly is not that long, especially because I was doing, no. like, you know, I even graduated, like, a little bit earlier than you're supposed to on that track. So, like, I did not have time on my thesis to be applying to jobs every day. So... Mm-hmm. It just didn't make sense for me to, like, have a job right out of college or grad school. So, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I wanted to update you guys that on that just for the, like, transparency of it. it's very spooky. Yeah, it's very it's spooky. Very I knew you guys needed a little Jump scare. Little scare. Um. <laughs> um, but also, I just think that, like, it's something that a lot of people don't talk about. It's, it's okay, you know? Like, I, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but. Yeah, I completely, it, it, it's. It doesn't, it's not a reflection on your capabilities no, or anything. Or like, like a, a, the job interview process has nothing to do with how capable you are. It's literally about, it's like dating. Yes, it's that's about exactly like, what my it's, therapist It's a says. good fit, you know, yes. like it's, it's, you like them and they like you. And right. I think like, same thing people say going into like dates, you know, it's not about like going in and saying like, I hope they like me. It's about yeah. going in and saying like, I hope they that More I like compatible. them. And then once you decide that you like them, then of course, I mean, obviously you want them to like you or else you're not going to get the job, but that's not like the only thing. And I feel like when you, like uh, the position that you're in, and I'm sure a lot of listeners have been in or will be in, where it just kind of seems like everything is not, you know, nothing's the past working months, out. Like yeah. nothing's worked out. But this is also the first time you've ever searched for a real job. Yeah. Like you've never, you know, you've never gotten a career, career job, job before. Yeah. And that's just really different than getting, you know, like a, you know, a, where else like the dance studio you know that's just a different thing taking that next step is like an important step and even my mom has been like girl slow down like Mm -hmm. it's way better for you to wait a little while and like make the right move than like jump and then be like whoa whoa, I have to backtrack so yeah that's my update let's get into the stinky meat the taters stinky meat (laughs) I don't know why it's stinky girl ew it's because it's haunted. No, that's why. I was trying to make it spooky. Literally, it's because it's Halloween. 
Hey guys, I am stopping this episode for an important announcement. Katie and I had said for weeks and weeks since we've known that we were going to do this that we needed to update you guys and then guess what? We recorded the episode and forgot even though we had reminded ourselves so many times to say it. But anyways, I'm going to tell you right now. Um, We have decided that we are going to take the month of December off and that includes the Monday after Thanksgiving. So we want you guys to spend time with your families and spend time on reflection and planning for the new year um, and the same for ourselves. So we're going to just take a five-week break. Uh, But in the meantime, we're going to be getting all ready for the new year of 2023 and we're super excited for the content that we're going to be putting out for you but yeah just wanted to make sure you guys know that as soon as possible even though we've known for a while and just kept forgetting to tell you okay i'll let you get back to the video goodbye um so today for this spooky dookie episode we decided we wanted to talk about sunday slash monday slash tuesday scaries (laughs) yes um, so we've talked about this topic before in our episode with Dr. Lauren mm-hmm. for like a couple of minutes, but this is something that Alexis and I literally discuss Every week. over text weekly because we both have it very bad. Um, so if you're not familiar with what Sunday scaries are, it's kind of just like that anxiety you get on Sunday night because you know you have work tomorrow right. or school or whatever you have. And I, it's something that I've been experiencing since I was like too too young to even understand what it was right um and it's something that I still struggle with really bad it kind of comes in waves um but I feel like that's something that people don't talk about a lot but especially if maybe you are an entrepreneur yeah. and you're supposed to just like love everything you do all the time and not talk about it if you yeah. you know are having a hard time yeah you can still get Sunday scaries. You probably will. Um, it's just the way that life works. And I think also at the age that we're at, you're going from college where you have things going on totally. all the time. Like Monday, your Mondays in college might be just as exciting as your Fridays. Like you just don't know. Some people don't have class on Mondays, like whatever, to going to this thing where kind of looking forward, you're looking at your life being the same every week Yep. for the rest of your life, which is super scary. So to scare all of you on this Halloween, we're <laughs> going to be talking about Sunday scaries and our top tips yes and i also think i want to clarify the concept of sunday scaries at least for katie and i it's not just like a sunday thing i think it's almost more of like the way that i conceptualize it is like habitual anxiety or depression yeah and it comes at the same time every week and for katie it's mostly actually mondays like i i can i can guarantee that every monday i'm going to be getting a text (laughs) about anxiety and like I'm either like it's, either it's I'm, okay I'm feeling today, better or, like, or yeah. like yeah and for me um and I didn't even realize this until like a little while ago but for me my depression is super bad on Tuesdays like every single Tuesday I don't want to do anything and it's just like really hard for me Mondays are actually like mm-hmm. somewhat fine um and I've always also like back when I was in school I would get way more like depressed on Sundays it doesn't have to be just like mm-hmm. the anxiety it's like Yeah, me too when I was in school as well. Yeah. So I think that it's really just like, and that could be, it could look completely different for you where it's like Friday morning or like, you know, Wednesday afternoon, like whenever you're starting to feel these, you know, feelings of uneasiness. um, Yeah, it's like familiar. You're like, oh, it's back again. Yeah, it's happening again. You know, it might be for the same reason or it might be at the same time every week, but 
I think we all um, have experienced that at some point in our life, either, you know, whether it's now for you or whether it's it's been previously. I think that's something we've all experienced. And like talking about it, I think, is the way that you kind of you can't fix it, besties, but you can help it. Yeah, definitely. So I found this article that I wanted to kind of go over since we are, you know, we are slay boss queens, but we are not educated in the field of <laughs> psychology. Psychiatry. Yeah, in psychiatry. No. So I found this um, article on self.com. It is written by Vania Monipod, Dr. Um, I probably didn't pronounce that right. Uh, but the article is called, I'm a psychiatrist and even I get the Sunday scaries. This is how I deal. So we're just going to go over. There's five tips outlined. We're not going to like read the article verbatim. Um, but we're just going to like kind of go by each of the five steps that she takes and kind of talk about our experiences with that. So the first one is to learn to identify and then call out your anxious thoughts on Sunday. So what does that yeah. come up for you, Katie? So we talked about this in the episode with Dr. Lauren about Sunday scaries and everything. Just like when you're anxious, don't just be like, no, 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 I'm okay. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever. Just like actually be like, okay, yeah, I'm anxious and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I think that's something I've been trying to do recently. That's why I, my, for me, the person that I talk to about it is Alexis um, primarily mm-hmm. because if you have a friend who has anxiety um, and you're somebody with anxiety, you know, it's just easier to talk to somebody like that about it because they get it. This very well may be like, a, you know, a personal whatever. But like sometimes I feel like when I'm talking to my friends without anxiety or somebody who has like a different kind of anxiety than me, um, it feels almost like I'm like they probably are like, what are you like? Literally what? Yeah, like, please. Like, what are you talking about? And I don't know. I always feel annoying. But for Alexis, we share those things with each other. And it's just different kinds of friendships. Like, you're not going to talk to your friend from science class. Be like, I had really bad Sunday scare. <laughs> you know, like, like you're, you know. But I think having a friend to talk to um, is a good way to kind of call those thoughts out. Um, and just be like, okay, yeah, I'm feeling anxious. Like, why am I feeling anxious? Yeah. Kind of talking through that can kind of help you. But yeah, that's. I also think that, thought. like, for you, I mean, I don't want to put words in your your mouth but I think that with that it's also that a lot of the things that you're feeling anxious about I relate to or I can at least mm-hmm. like understand in a way that some other people can't so that could be in the terms of something to do with the podcast even though we don't really get anxious about the podcast but m- maybe yeah. in the future I don't know Mondays are a heavy you know, yeah work there's a lot to load. do yeah with the podcast and so yes it comes podcast, out that yes that too um and then things with your business and like you know working mm-hmm. freelance or even just like and, and I don't know if this is getting like a little too personal but I think we both have divorced parents we both mm-hmm. have you know step people in our life yeah um, we've talked like the more that we talk obviously we've been friends for probably three years now, yeah, I would about. say, ish. But the more that we talk, the more I'm like, we're living literally like parallel lives yeah. in like different places because mm-hmm. like there's obviously differences and like our personalities are pretty different. And I'm in sure some that, like, ways. all of you guys that listen. Yeah, yeah. But like the people that listen can tell like, I don't know, like you listen to really old music and I listen mm-hmm. to new music and you, you know, like our fashion sense yeah. is different. But like our like, our bases and our like values are the same. Um, and I think that's something good to find in a person to talk about those things with somebody who actually, because like I've talked to Alexis about so many things and she's like, no, I literally like that, that happened, happened to me a yesterday. couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're, you know, you being older than me, that's also helpful. So I feel like just finding somebody because I'm so wise. learning to I, like 
no, literally, because this obviously the bullet, like the, you know, the step one that Alexis read, it says, learn to identify and call out your anxious thoughts at the beginning of your journey, like kind of dealing with anxiety. It can be hard to do that alone. Totally. Like, it can be hard to do that without somebody else being like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Another great person to call those things out for you is a therapist. Um, exactly. That helped me a lot with just kind of like identifying like, okay, what is actually going on in my brain? You know, like, what what happened in the past three years ago that is now affecting me today? Yeah. Because um, you can all, like, you can feel crazy a lot of the time when you have anxiety totally. or depression that maybe you don't know is that. Totally. Especially, like, like, if you're younger, if you're listening to this and you're, like, 13, 14, whatever, and nobody has ever told you, like, that might be anxiety. Mm-hmm. They're, like... You know, talking to your parents, talking to a therapist or somebody like that, just recognizing what is anxiety and what, you know, you're not crazy for thinking these thoughts. Other people think them too, Mm -hmm. but they're not always, quote unquote, real. Totally. That's the thing with anxiety is that it's not invalid that you're feeling it, but you need to know that those feelings aren't based in reality. Like you feeling like the world's going to blow up on Monday, that's a valid experience of having anxiety, but but the world is not going to blow up on Monday. Totally. Totally. Okay, so the second one is, and I feel like I beat this into Katie's little brain all the the time, Mm -hmm. but it says, write a short to-do list on Sunday. Yes, and for me, I, so just to give you guys kind of like a, a basis for my experience with this whole thing is... I obviously work Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Every Friday afternoon, either I go to my boyfriend or he comes to me. Yep. So we're like, he lives about an hour away from me. So we're not long distance, but we are in the position where Semi-long whenever he distance. comes here. Yeah, like we're having like weekend trips every weekend, essentially. Yep. Like either he's here all weekend and leaves Monday morning yep. or I'm there all weekend and I leave Monday morning. So that is just kind of to give a basis. And when I'm with him, I try not to work. So for me, I prefer, and Alexis and I talked about writing a to-do list on Friday so that I'm not sitting there on Monday waking up and being like, what? Yeah. But I also prefer not to work on Sundays. Yeah. Um, and so I think I think a lot of us feel that way. A lot of us, you know, you don't necessarily want to get rid of your Sunday scaries by like working on Sunday or, you know, doing whatever. Totally. So I feel like you can kind of take that and do it anytime you want, but it's definitely helped me to at least know. Because um, if I have a really long to-do list that coming week – I can kind of prepare myself mentally for that. Or if I don't have a ton to do, mm-hmm. I can kind of think of what else am I going to do next week or just, you know, not be as stressed because I know it's short. Right. But. Totally. Yeah. I mean, like, I am always the proponent of using, like, a planner and making lists and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I totally agree with everything that you said. And I think, like, it really is, like, if if this list, the psychiatrist is saying, like, make a list on Sunday. If that doesn't work for you, don't feel like I need to, you know, while I'm with – you know, my boyfriend, like, pull out my phone and start making a list. Like, it it can really be – everybody is different. It can be whatever you need it to be yeah. for yourself. Um, Another thing, I talked to my therapist about this. Actually, I haven't told you this, Alexis, but I talked to my therapist a lot about these, like, Monday scaries because that's been my main anxiety recently. Yeah. Um, everything else is kind of at bay. She talked to me about – because I told her I was making this like master to-do list and she was like, you need to stop doing that and start making daily to-do lists because if you make yourself this week-long to-do list, it's going to make you like vomit. Um, And so what I started doing, I'll show it on the screen if my iPad's not dead. My iPad is dead. (laughs) Um, So I've started doing, I do um, the to-do list template on GoodNotes and it has, basically it's split into three sections. So it has like a little box Mm -hmm. 
and then it has like a checkbox and then it has like the the box for your item mm-hmm. so i'll write like write cya guest questions yeah in that little first box i'll write like in another color monday you know tuesday whatever so i'm assigning i still have that big to-do list right. but i'm assigning these things days yep. so that then whenever i go in on monday you know I can, what you, know, you can always you can always move that around but you're not looking at like okay here because i've talked on this podcast before about how i would feel the need to do everything on monday yep but breaking things down like that lets you know, like, okay, you don't have to and you will still get everything done. Like, totally. you don't need to jam-pack your Monday. Like, there's plenty of time in the week. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think that on the – moving on to the next bullet, um, next number, the third one is plan a semi-productive Sunday morning. And I think that that kind of, for me, goes along with the whole list and kind of, like, separating everything because I think a lot mm-hmm. of entrepreneurs also – they write these, you know, brain dumps and they write these, you know, master lists and then that's what they go off of. And I think that's something that I'm trying to as my own person and just in like every walk of my life is trying to separate things into more of like digestible um, bits. So, for example, with my depression, laundry is like a huge like thing yeah. for me. Um, and in the past, I had this huge laundry basket that was like rollable I loved it I got it because it was rollable because my laundry is not in my unit so I would I got the rollable thing but it was huge and it could genuinely fit like three loads and so I'd Mm -hmm. fill it and then I didn't want to do three loads and I also like to separate my laundry so instead I got these two tiny ones they still have rolls because I love my roller laundry basket but they're separated by lights and like whites and then darks Mm -hmm. and like darker colors I guess um and that way and they're genuine like they are the size of one laundry load Mm -hmm. and so that way when one gets filled I go do it and instead of having to like go search around my whole entire apartment for all of my like missing laundry you know and I'm not just saying like get two laundry baskets I'm saying like that kind of concept can be taken into all of your life like if cleaning is something that has a lot of anxiety for you try to do like one cleaning task literally a day and that could be Uh like wiping down the counter like it doesn't need to be this huge thing and that as i said can go for your business as well do those like tiny little tasks that you keep pushing off because once they start to get big that's when you start to feel like what the hell is going on so absolutely yeah and i feel like that's kind of what that bullet point is is getting at it's like don't throw your whole like I used to do this in college I would wake up on Monday morning my apartment would look like a bomb went off in there because we had gone out all weekend you know whatever and so I had put off literally everything Everything. I didn't want to do until the week and so then the week comes and you're like hit with like a bus and you're like oh my god I have nothing fun all bad things to do you know I did all my fun and it's over um and I feel like doing you know maybe if you don't like I'm not a proponent of working on the weekends. Not, not, neither of us are. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to, you can. But don't feel like you have to. But like you said, maybe wipe down the counters. Like do something yeah. that's one. Because I also, another thing my therapist told me to do, I have a work to-do list, but I also have a life to-do list. Yeah. Like pick up medicine, you know, whatever. Um, and I assign days to those things as well. But adding some of those into your weekend day can help you to kind of not Monday, or, you know, whatever day. Yes. Like we said, yes. the beginning and I, is not so bad. I think also like – Getting out of the mentality that, like, and, and I don't know, I get that this might be kind of controversial, but, like, 
a self-care day. I feel like in the past, what I thought of a self-care day was literally like sitting on the couch and like scrolling on TikTok, like yeah, like face mask, like face mask. Mm. But like bubble bath. Yeah, but honestly, self-care. Like I got this new mop off of Amazon, and it is such a sleigh. And yeah, I I, I mopped like four times in a row. And because I was just like, I'm obsessed with this thing that like that day I felt so productive. My apartment was clean and like it didn't it really didn't take me that long. Try to get into the mentality that self-care is also doing something either for yourself or for your apartment or for your business, something that you have been putting off. Just doing that for yourself is also a form of self-care. Absolutely. Um, okay, do you want to go move on to the next, yeah. the fourth one? I can I can read it. I, I, see, I can see all of it. Okay. Um, okay, so this one I think is interesting because when we're talking about this could be any day, this one I feel like is more applicable to Sunday, but it's get off your computer and your smartphone seriously. And I totally get the, like what she's saying here. Mm-hmm. But also I get how this couldn't work for everybody, but I kind of think the idea of this is like, So we told you to make this to-do list. And my therapist and I have talked about this too. Make your to-do list. Don't like scroll your to-do list all Sunday. Or like, you know, go look at... I know for me, sometimes when I get on Instagram on the weekends and see these people that are like on their stories and they're like, I'm working this weekend. I'm like... Okay. Okay, well, F me, I (laughs) guess. Like, am I I, like not girl bossing enough? Um, So I feel like that's kind of the the sentiment there but Alexis what are your thoughts on that yeah I mean like I feel like there's many different ways that you can interpret that I think that it can be you know and I I think that this like Katie kind of insinuated like take it with a grain of salt because I don't think that that means like put your phone in a different room and do not pick it up the entire day of Sunday like I don't think that Mm -hmm. that is realistic for most people um but I also think that when it comes to trying to separate and like separate yourself from your work and if it's a weekend and you're starting to get that anxiety my mind especially if I'm in a quote-unquote relaxing state so let's say like sitting on the couch watching TikTok my mind in the background is like running overdrive of like all the things that I need to do and like how I'm like a loser (laughs) like to be honest and so Mm -hmm. I think that the way that I kind of interpret it to interpret this bullet is to instead do something on that day that is truly for yourself that is going to get your mind off of all of the things that you need to mm-hmm. do in 12 hours, in 24 hours, mm-hmm. whatever it mm-hmm. is, and really take that time um, to do something for yourself. And that actually works perfectly into the next step, the last step. I, but- before you say that, I have something I want to add that I thought of. This is something that I do a lot, and I don't know if you feel the same way, Alexis. I definitely had this really bad when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I have it really bad now um, because – this sounds, like, so, like, stupid of me, but, like, because my boyfriend leaves on Monday morning. So, like, there's something that's more concrete that's, like, ending. Because mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur working for myself, like, I didn't, I, I don't have to start at 9 a.m. if I don't want to. Totally. But I have this, like, countdown in my head, like, of, like, the hours left. Like, on Sundays, I'll be sitting there being, like, it's the morning. Okay, there's a whole day. Okay, yeah. no. You know, it's noon. Like, right. it's, like, whatever. And I used to, in high school, that would be so bad. Because I'd, I would basically be, like, the weekend's over on Sunday. That's not so, that's not true, bestie. What, you have one day of the weekend? Yeah. Like, why are you robbing yourself of the other day of the weekend? Mm-hmm. Um, And I'll be, like, oh, there's only this much longer. There's only, like, this much whatever left. Um, And... You know, whether that's, you know, you 
I don't know. You're, you have a friend visiting for the weekend. Well, you did that. You, have... you literally told me you were doing that while I was there in Louisiana. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, I was, I would do, I do that on every trip where I'm like, okay, I have more than halfway left. And anytime I have less than halfway left, I get like anxious, mm-hmm. which like, like I said, when you kind of are doing that, you're, you're robbing yourself of the, the fun yep. that you are having in that moment. And I think it's much easier said than done to not do that, especially as somebody with anxiety, because I'm constantly living like 500 steps ahead rather than like in the moment. Yeah. But that's definitely something that I struggle with. And I feel like, like you said, getting off your computer, getting off your phone, being like present in that moment is a good start to kind of try to get over that. Yeah. I do want to also say, because you just reminded me that I think that another thing that I struggle with is I, I'm not really the one to be thinking like I have this much left. It's more so like... Honestly, I'm always thinking, like, five years out, and, mm-hmm. like, I'm sitting there, like, yes, I'm, let's use the the scenario of sitting on the couch scrolling on Sunday, like, afternoon. Yes, I'm, my mind is rolling, like, you know, running a million miles a minute about things that I need to do for the next week, the next month, but also, like, five years from then, like, I'm starting to think about, like, I saw this tweet yesterday that was, like, or no, it was a TikTok that was like, I, you think you have anxiety. I had a panic attack when I was like seven because, yeah, yeah because I was like worried that I wasn't going to be able to pay my mortgage at 55. That is literally me. <laughs> like I, that has always been me of worrying about the future and also just like looking ahead to the future. Future, It's not always just, yeah being anxious about it and something that my mom has always said is like really try to like live in the moment and not always be concerned mm-hmm. concerning yourself with what is going to happen six months yeah. from now a year from now I, I feel like when we get older like from what I've heard from people that are older then you are like looking back and you're like yeah, I, I wish I did whatever yeah. and I've already experienced that some but like yeah you know yeah and you don't want to like I mean I and it's so like cliche to say like I wish that you know like I you're never going to look back and, like, regret the things that you... I don't know this phrase. I'm, like, totally messing this up, this phrase up. But it's, like, you're never going to look back and, like, regret the things that you did. You're going to re- regret the things that you didn't do. And, like, yeah. I... Meh, like, I don't really agree with that. Because, like, I know for a fact that for someone that, like, is afraid of heights, I will never regret not skydiving. Um, yeah. But for me, it's more, like what I feel like I will regret is looking back and knowing that I spent the entire time just looking for that to the future yeah, and like absolutely. not living in the moment. Um, absolutely. But yeah, so kind of on that vein, the last step um, or tip is to schedule fun activities and self-care time during the week. So we kind of already touched on this. But yeah, this is like probably the biggest one that my therapist recommended. So basically she told me she was like, when is your anxiety the worst? Like, is it right when you wake up? Is it Sunday night? Is it, you know, Monday at 9am? Like, when is it? And I was like, it's pretty much like right when I wake up on Monday. Mm -hmm. And so she told me schedule a fun event or like not necessarily event, but like something fun that like you like activity, you know, yeah, that like you don't really get to do the rest of the week. Schedule it for that time. So whether like whether it's like going to the grocery and getting groceries, like if that's fun for you, Mm -hmm. or if it's going to Starbucks and getting a coffee, or if it's, you know, cooking yourself like a really big breakfast, like whatever it is for you, 
schedule that for the time that you're most anxious so that you know like because I was telling her I was like I just wake up and like immediately start working on Mondays because I'm anxious about the things that I have to do and she was like okay stop doing that like yeah literally, why are you doing that <laughs> um and so then she's basically was like schedule that um to kind of get your you know get, give you something to get out of bed for get you give you something to be excited about and another thing we talked about was the idea of kind of like living for the weekend you know like living from weekend to weekend and then the weeks you see I've seen on TikTok like the weeks are my filler episodes you know yeah and then like the weekends are like my main character episodes scheduling things during the week on you know night times whatever that are fun like schedule your you know go to a party on a weeknight go to whatever like go to a fun dinner go to you know whatever's fun for you like Mm -hmm. go to a pottery painting class Mm -hmm. schedule at least I try to do at least two um one earlier in the week and one later so maybe Monday night and Thursday night something like that so that you have something to look forward to and so you're not just like I said living for the weekend um so yeah and I think that that can also be like much smaller than because like I uh, no thank you will I be going to a party on honestly any night (laughs) um yeah but for me like I think knowing like takeout yeah exactly like takeout or um a lot of my friends don't live in Vermont anymore so like scheduling a FaceTime call for that night Mm -hmm. um or I mean yeah we did say like we kind of made fun of the like face mask thing but genuinely like do a face mask like yeah exactly take a bath like watch your like a nostalgic movie Um, yeah and I think like scheduling those things out and knowing you're going to do them as much as it's like them yeah it gives you something to look forward to because like are all those things like groundbreaking no but it (laughs) yeah it helps to get you through kind of the monotonous week Mm -hmm. or work day Um, because like I said at the beginning of this episode I think that's something that's one of the hardest things to kind of like grapple with once you get out of college because college damn if you wanted to go to something every night yeah there's always something every night there's free food here there's a party there there's you know for the people who prefer it there's like chapel there's whatever there's like you know your friends are all going to chick-fil-a there's there's just i mean for me there was a thousand things and if there wasn't something there would be a thousand people in my room just like talking right so that's really not the case and especially for me as an entrepreneur who works by myself if i don't schedule things i won't see anybody all week I will not see a person yeah. all week. That is not good. Yeah. So, you know, even further than than the Monday scaries, whatever, like, it is a little spooky dooky not to see a human all week. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like, since I've been sick this week, I was talking to Jonah yesterday and I was like, I'm very excited for you to come tomorrow because I haven't seen anybody. And like, I have, like, because I have mono, he's had it before, so he can be around me, but nobody else can because mm-hmm. it's contagious to them. Yeah. And I'm like, please, thank God, because I've been, I haven't seen anyone other than the doctor at the doctor's office all week. But, you know, and we talked about this in our episode with Dr. Lauren, too, about, and Monica, about isolation and loneliness. But, you know, scheduling those things, because in post-grad, unless you live with somebody, you're probably not going to be seeing a bunch of people every day. Yeah. The same way you were in college. I I also do want to mention that I think that, like, the whole concept of, like, living for the weekend, I, I... was immediately thinking of uh, a TikTok that I saw that was a girl that had gone to a Harry Styles concert and she's like what do Mm -hmm. I have to like live for after this and I think that Mm -hmm. like that concept but like you know brought it down to like a a tinier amount of that feeling I feel like a lot of people experience that literally just from like the weekend and then going into Monday that you're like what do I have to look forward to I'm just 
you know, got to get through these next five days. And that, that's literally, like, five-sevenths of your life. Like, you are never going, yeah, that's the majority of your life. Like, that you're never going to escape Monday through Friday. And so, Mm -hmm. making sure that you're, you know, living your life in the way that you want to and not just, like, escaping it and running from it. So, yeah. Well, should we get into the random question? I love this one. Yeah, this one is a funny one. This one is so good. Okay, so as we have literally said a thousand times this episode, spooky. It's <laughs> Halloween. We're about to spook your pants off. Mm-hmm. Um, so today's random question is what is the spookiest thing that has ever happened to you or a scary story? So Alexis, you want to start? Sure. Um, so for me, I have two um, kind of similar, kind of not. So I went to um, a middle school where we did not have buses. So Mm -hmm. we had to either have our parents pick us up and drive us home or we had to walk home. And I lived kind of far away from my middle school. So there was not really, there was sort of the option of me walking home, but like not really. Um, But a lot of my friends lived close to my middle school. So a lot of the time, instead of walking home to my house, I would walk to a friend's house and my mom would pick me up from from a friend's house. So... I was walking with two of my best friends from middle school and walking to their houses. Their houses were like basically next door. And we see this truck, this green truck, uh, driving behind us. And then they get close enough and we see that it's probably like a 45-year-old man and like a 55-year-old man. Um, And they fully like slow down and are like staring at us. Um, and then slowly drive away, but you could see that the guy in the passenger seat is, like, turning around. Um, then we keep walking, kind of spooked, um, but trying not to think much of it. Then one of my friends sees them go, like, because there's, like, a perpendicular road in the back. We see them go through that road behind us again, um, but, like, the opposite, like, perpendicular ways. Um... And the, the guy in the passenger seat is watching us. Then um, we see them coming towards us. So the third time that we've seen them. Um, and so by this point, we're running. And we literally ran to my friend's house. Um, so that was probably, like, the like one of the scariest times where I was like, I am literally about to get, like, trafficked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, like, terrifying. But... This also leads me to another story where I was walking again to a friend's house and um, this was more spooky in like the boo sense. Um, A boy popped out of the bushes and asked to be my boyfriend. Did you say yes? No. I was like, no. Kept walking. Please. (laughs) Yeah. Please. Mm Mm-hmm. So go that ahead. is so weird. Mm-hmm. That is so weird. Yeah, it was okay, not Austin. So mine... It was not Austin. I didn't know him at the time. <laughs> the man's listening. You didn't. You didn't know the boy he was asking. No, I didn't know Austin. Austin. Yeah, I was like this. Random I can man say the guy's name right now if you want me to. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> Don't say it. We get sued for defamation. I will. Um, I will tell you though. He has now. I know this one fact about him. He has his last name tattooed in like collegiate font uh, on his forearm. Okay, narcissist. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, okay, so my scary story is, I, I'm sure that you guys can tell from the podcast, as we just spent an entire 
45 minutes talking about anxiety, but I am anxious mm-hmm. um, and I'm very paranoid. So a lo- I have a lot of like paranoia and I don't live in the safest city. Mm-hmm. Um, so I frequently feel like I'm being watched or like followed or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I a lot of times think people are following me home. A lot of times that's not the case. But this time I was in the grocery store. This was like not that long ago, honestly. And I felt like this guy was following me. I just kept seeing him at the end of aisles. And like, it wasn't like he kept, you know, he was looking at the aisles, like looking at the food. Like I would turn around after I had gotten my thing off that aisle and he would just be at the end of the aisle, like looking at me. <sighs> was I friends and with you during this? I kind of remember the story. This was literally like a couple of weeks okay, ago, okay, or like okay. two months yeah. ago. Yes. Um, and he is just like standing there. And then I go to the fruit section and I'm sitting there. This was kind of near the beginning of whenever I felt like he was following me. I kind of thought that I heard him try to talk to me and I just like beelined back to like somewhere else. And so then I'm, you know, whatever, I feel like he's following me. And it got to the point where I was like, okay, I got to go. Yeah. So I get in line to check out and I'm just like waiting in line. He comes up like beside me and he goes, I've been trying to flirt with you this entire time, but you keep running away. (sighs) And I was like, I was like, oh, I have a boyfriend. And he goes, oh, well, he can join. And then he just stood there and stared at me for about five minutes. Uh, and I was staring like I was ho- lo- holding my cart looking straight. And it w- he would be he, like he was at the side of me looking at me. And I just stood there, stood there, stood there. There were people in line with me. So I didn't feel like right. afraid like something right. was going like he gonna was going to Like what was he going to yeah, do? Right. Like, you know. And so I just stood there and eventually he left. And then he went to stand at like the front of the store mm. and just like watched me leave and watched me get into my car and leave. And like. I don't know. I feel like I was listening to the What We Said podcast and they did a spooky, scary or spooky story episode. This two of them this week. And they were saying, like, when you hear stories like that, you're like, oh, he was probably just whatever. And like, no. you know, when, when people are like, oh, he was following me, he's probably just whatever. And in this case, like, I know he was following me because he told me. Right. But when you know, like when you have that feeling, you're like, this person is following me. Like, yeah. you know that they're following you. Yeah. Um, and like he literally was following me around that store. And I've had a lot of weird experiences at that store. I don't really go very often unless it's, like, my only option. And it sucks because it's, like, my favorite grocery store. Yeah. But that location specifically, just, like, I always get followed in there. And that specific day I was wearing kind of, like, I think I was wearing, like, a sports bra mm-hmm. and yoga pants with, like, a shirt over it. Yep. Um, but, like, I don't go in there looking cute at all anymore. Just right. It was weird. And, like, I couldn't tell if he was, like, genuinely just, like, awkward and didn't know how to like right, flirt with me or right. if he was like literally gonna hurt me but it was definitely super super duper weird um so anyway i guess with that yeah we'll leave you for your nightmares um, i will update you i do have a spooky dookie ready <laughs> that's one of the most disgusting things that you've ever said um <laughs> but we love you guys so much mm-hmm. and happy halloween Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and want more, follow us on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic and TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. If you want to support our show, text the link to this episode to a friend, share when you listen to CYA on your story, or leave a positive rating or review wherever you're listening to this episode. If you want to hear more from us, be sure to hit the follow button on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll talk to you next Monday. See ya! Thank you.